I mentioned just before the news Lifeline, their website lifeline.org.au. We say there is always someone there, and there is, except that I just thought I'd check with John Brogdon this morning about the volume and the capacity of Lifeline to deal with all of this, 13 11 14. There's a special bushfire line, 13 43 57. John is the chairman of Lifeline. John Brogdon, good morning. Good morning, Alan. How are you? Not too badly. How are you going handling this massive increase in demand? Well, one of the strange things, and I guess the flip side of the coin on the lockdown, Alan, was our volunteers have had more availability. So whilst we've been getting the largest number of calls we've ever had in our 57-year history, as high as 3,200 a day, which is an extraordinary number of calls, we've had volunteers who've been able to give in more time. So we're answering more calls than we've ever answered in our history, thank God. And are you convinced that you're saving lives? Well, we are. We know um, we started that bushfire line, to which you referred a little bit earlier back in February, Alan. We're still getting. Here we are all these months afterwards, and here we are with, uh, let's be honest, total focus on the bushfires um, over the, the virus at the moment. We're still getting about 1,500 calls a week. That's, you know... 65,000 right. calls just, year. Just, I just want to repeat again, and I'm going to say this regularly until it sinks in, but we're told to listen to the experts and the Professor of Medicine, Epidemiology and Population Health at Stanford University is Professor John Ioannidis. I think we could say he's an expert. And when this virus was raging, and I'll come back, this is relevant to what I'm going to ask John in a moment. When this virus was raging in March, the Professor at Stanford of epidemiology said if we'd not known about a new virus out there and had not checked individuals with PCR tests, the number of total deaths due to influenza-like illness would not seem unusual this year. At most, we might have casually noted that flu this season seems to be a bit worse than average. The media coverage would have been less than for an NBA game between the two most indifferent teams. But then he said ominously, we don't know how long social distancing measures and lockdowns can be maintained without major consequences to the economy, society and mental health. John, I say that because I understand that there's been a shift in what people are calling Lifeline about over the past three weeks, no longer calling with concerns about catching the virus and dying because the World Health Organization says 98.3% of these cases are mild. There's a stack of Peter Duttons and Richard Wilkins out there. But you're saying anxiety for the future has gone through the roof. Absolutely, Alan. We, we, we saw in the very early days people worried about whether they'd catch it or whether they'd die. That moved pretty quickly when we realised it was being pretty well controlled. And people now are over-the-top anxious about the future. And JobKeeper has done a good job. Without JobKeeper, I'm convinced our calls would be, you know, 5,000 a day without a doubt. So that has in some way settled people down. But people have to go back to some form of normality at some stage, Alan, and people are now beginning to get very worried about what happens. Will they get their job back? Will they get the old job back? Will they get a new job? Will they get any job? And and people are worried about how they pay the bills. That's it. And, and as you know, there was no schedule for this. We didn't get we didn't get told that the world had shut down on a certain no. date, so people had, or whether people it had, should have been shut down. Correct. That's the other thing. Um, and and you're absolutely right. Will you get your job? And, yeah, and oh, that's right. Yeah, I've made the point many times. Ninety thousand bucks is not a lot of money. Eighteen hundred a week. But if the bloke 
is told and his business was told to shut down. And he says to the staff, look, I've been told we have to close down. There's a lockdown here. We must close down. And then he calls them in. There might be only 25 of them. And he said, listen, I've been in this for 42 years. I've had it. I'm out of here. I'm yep. sorry. I'm... Now, that worker doesn't qualify for JobKeeper and goes from 1800 a week to 550 a week with yeah. all these bills to pay. And you have said when reality hits – and that's the reality, we'll have a full-blown crisis on our hands. And everyone's well, warned the, about this, eh? Yeah, the, the reality is this physical threat will go, and he's going as we speak. The mental threat and the mental pressure on people has barely even started. And mm. that's why we're gearing up at Lifeline for our calls to increase in the next six months and beyond as oh, people dear. really get, get hit hard by the reality of this difficult All time. Right, John. Thank you for we're that. here. We're always there. Lifeline. You're always there, Lifeline, 13 11 14, or a bushfire number, 13 43 57. Good on you, John. Thanks for what Alan, you do. Before, before you let me go, before you let me go, I want to thank you for all of your support for Lifeline. I know it'll continue, but you've been fantastic support, a fantastic supporter of Lifeline. And I want to thank you and our volunteers. I want to thank you from the bottom of our heart. I also want to say you've been fantastic on the issue of mental health. When, when many people wouldn't talk about it, you've been talking about it for years and the importance of it. And it really does make a difference, Alan, and I want to thank you for that. And I also want to say, I, I do understand why you're retiring, Alan. I, you and I went to Dubbo last year, you might remember. Mm, we and did. as we walked down the stairs to the plane, you, went, you, you took all of your time on a Friday night to fly up to do a fundraiser for Lifeline at Dubbo. And on the way to the plane, I said, Alan, how's your niece? And you said, no, John, it's not my knees, it's my back. Mm. <laughs> Never mind. We all survived. There's a lot of people worse off than I am, John. But that's lovely for you to say that. And we will keep in touch. And thank you for being with us this morning. That's John Brogdon, the chairman of Lifeline 13 11 14 13 to 8.